you are the first uh, nation. Amen. So it begins from there, and then it begins to flow. So atmosphere must take on a new uh, understanding for us. Anything that you have to do to purify your atmosphere, please do it. Anybody that needs to go for your atmosphere to be purified, please let them go. Amen. Anybody that needs to come for your atmosphere to be purified, please let them come. Hallelujah. That's why things like praise, things like thanksgiving, very, very important. I'm currently doing a, a mental health uh, training. Do you know that even, and these are people that don't know God, even one of the things that is recommended to keep your mental health is gratitude. Now, the Bible has told you already, but you don't need to wait for a psychologist that does not know, really know his left from his right to tell you. Amen. It's one of the things, there are about 10. If you are practicing gratitude daily, the chances that you would have mental health issues very, very, very minimal. Amen. It's one of the, if you don't believe me, I have the slide I would, I will show you. Amen. So things like Thanksgiving, praise is one of the things why we don't, why we appreciate, um, our music. It helps, it helps the atmosphere. Amen. And one of the reasons you must appreciate your own personal atmosphere is because generally speaking, Remember, Satan, one of his names, is the prince of the power of the air. That air there is, is atmosphere. Generally speaking, the atmosphere is harsh for you. Amen. At least if you are in this world. Amen. Generally speaking. So you must, so before we begin to take that battle out, at least your own your own space should be sanctified amen that's why your home for example there can be war everywhere and then you come home again you won't live long no matter how you confess um some 90 or is it 91 you won't live long amen that's why you see a lot of people, they close from work, they are just perambulating. They can't go home. Amen. Because it's war. So war in the office, war on the road, because if you drive, it's war, literally. Amen. It's literally. Praise God. Yesterday in the Kalulu, sorry, I'm about to expose you. Yesterday in the Kalulu was telling us one of the only time she has abused somebody was when she was driving. Amen. Because, and she didn't want to do it, but the person provoked her. Amen. And she didn't know when she, and she said she was ready, she was already feeling bad. Amen. And some of us don't even feel bad when we, when we have road rage. It's a normal, it's a normal, it's a normal thing. Amen. 
Praise God. It's normal. It's just part of what. Welcome to Lagos. Amen. Well, Lagos is not a normal place. So we have gotten used to a lot of funny things. But God will help us. And as crazy as it is, if you go to Abuja, for example, after one week you're bored. You want to come back. We just like the, the madness. We are used to it. Amen. There are many of us here that cannot live in any other, it has to be outside Nigeria. There are many of us here that cannot live in any other city outside Lagos. Even Portacot. I don't want to live in Portacot. I know they have money. I know there's oil there, but I don't want to live in, in Portacot. It's Lagos. Amen. And it's not as if I can fight, though. But it's still Lagos. Amen. Even Abuja, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I can, I can live in Abuja. Amen. So that's the importance of, of the atmosphere that is over. You remember everybody has a literal, vertical heaven space. Whatever you have to do to keep that line of communication open, please do it. One of the things in the atmosphere, for example, generally speaking, is noise. Amen. And one of my favorite scriptures, I think it's Psalm 93 or Psalm 94, the Bible says, the Lord on high is mightier than the noise of many waters. Amen. Do you know how, do you know what that sounds? The noise of many waters. That's a lot of noise. But he says that God is mightier. Amen. Praise God. So, for example, there's noise in a lot of people's, and it's bad enough there is noise in the air. If that noise somehow enters your soul, you are you are messed up. Amen. Pastor was telling us, I think it was on the anniversary day, was talking about um, people that just fill their hearts with all kinds of information. And he used the word traffic. It says some people's spirit, some people's soul, there's traffic, they're slow. Amen. Another word for that traffic is noise. There's a lot of, there's a lot of noise in the atmosphere. And that's why a lot of people cannot hear what God, what God is saying. Amen. I think it's, I think it's first summer, I think it's first summer chapter three or so. The Bible told us of a time in Israel where the word of the Lord was rare or scarce. And it says that there was no open, open vision. Amen. And one of the meanings of that is that People were not able to, there was no access. Praise God. And the way it was happening then, in a lot of people's lives, this is still, this is still what is happening, happening today. And one of the reasons is because of the atmosphere that is, that is over them. Praise God. Whatever you remember, um, the series, the, the details, whatever you can do to see God, to hear God, that's the whole point of the atmosphere. Because 
remember, atmosphere is the surrounding, the surrounding influence. So, God influences, the devil influences. The question now is, who or what is influencing you to do the things that you are doing? So, we must appreciate the atmosphere that we have. We must cherish the atmosphere. This matter of open heavens, it's, you must add it to your theology. Your heavens will not be opened automatically. Praise God. If you don't do certain things, there is no, there is no access. Praise God. Do you know that even the atmosphere over a local church, yes, to a level, it's set by the leader or the leaders. But at another level, it's also determined by the atmosphere that everybody's bringing, how strong they are, and the quality of... That's why we're big on family, for example. The strength, one of the strength of this church is the strength of our family life. So if there are issues everywhere in all our homes... Well, as far as God is concerned, we're just deceiving ourselves. Amen. And after I was the flow, for example, of new songs will just, will just shut down till we sort ourselves out. Either that or we'll be singing very, very, we'll be singing songs with very funny, funny lyrics. Amen. That you'll be, well, is this God? Is this not God? By the time you are checking, you know that something is wrong. And then we'll just be having issues with Lulu for, for no reason. But it's the general... Do you understand this? And we need, to, we need to appreciate this. So everything does not begin and rest on the pastor or on the pastors. So atmosphere, very, very important. Look at it. Just, there was no widespread... Revelation. Meanwhile, the will of God is that the knowledge of God will cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. But there is resistance. It's, it's almost literally like the enemy is saying, let me see how that will happen. Amen. And we need to, we need to push back. Hallelujah. So I've said quite a few things because, okay, I still have about I still have about 30 minutes. Praise God. But are you getting anything out of this? So we must appreciate, appreciate the atmosphere that you have. Amen. If you, prayer for example, there are places where you can, of course I know there's discipline, but there are places where you go, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot easier to, to, to pray, to find your flow. Whatever helps you, Whatever helps you uh, get your flow, please do so. Because we are living in very, 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 very critical times. And this is so serious that any nonsense you allow in your atmosphere, you might pay for it. You might pay for it dearly. Praise God. Any nonsense that you allow, I, I spoke to us about mockery a, a while ago. People talking, saying 
useless things about men of God and you are there, don't even if you can't say anything, just leave that place. Amen. I think it's Mark chapter 6. This is so serious. Now we know these scriptures, but the importance they done on us differently as we do life and as we go along. Please help me look for it. The Bible says that Jesus got to a place and then he could not do anything there because of their unbelief. Have you taken time to analyze what that means? It means that there is a way the atmosphere can be it would the power of God will not flow. Amen. It's not that it's not flowing. But if you, any of us, maybe in your bathroom or whatever, if you've, a, like a blocked pipe. Amen. That's, that's, that's the, that's the picture. It's flowing, but that unbelief is blocking it. And many times, if you have a blocked pipe, you have to get someone to, to sort it out. Unless you live abroad and you don't want to pay the money because I hear it's very expensive. Then you turn to a, a plumber by yourself. Amen. But you'll soon discover that there are weightier matters. And you cannot keep going on, going on like this. Hallelujah. So the Bible says that. And I want you to think about that maybe all week or as long as you can. Jesus could not do any mighty work because of their unbelief. Amen. And it's still like this till today. It's not one of those Bible uh, one of those Bible revelations. For example, as a church now, as a community, in light of all that God is doing, one of the things that should be bubbling and flowing in your life and in your heart is a spirit of uh, expectancy, spirit of expectation. How many of us are expecting God to do mind-blowing things? He has done, he's doing, and he will do. Amen. Praise God. And that spirit of expectancy, it has a way of keeping us going. It has a way of purifying our atmosphere. The people, and you can go and check it, the people that expect will always see more miracles than the people that are not expecting anything. So if someone asks you, what are you expecting? Don't say nothing. Amen. Because that's what will literally happen. Praise God. Hallelujah. The Bible says that when Peter James and John, when they healed that man at the, at the beautiful gate, there's a line that many of us gloss over. The Bible says the man was looking at them, expecting to receive something from them. Maybe it was money he was looking for, but the point we're making is that he was expecting. We cannot talk about atmosphere without talking about expectation. It always purifies, it will always purify your atmosphere. I don't know what you are expecting, but please begin to expect the goodness of God, the power of God, 
in your life and in other people's life. For example, one of the things that gives me joy as a person, I just one of the reasons I know I can't I can't die yet is because some of you are have not yet gotten married. Amen. And I want to see your husband. Is he tall? Is he short? <laughs> Especially if you've made mouth that you will not marry someone short. Don't shakara, don't shakara. Let's see who you'll be married finally. <laughs> Amen. It's an expectation. Amen. Hallelujah. Some of us have great prophecies on our lives, but we don't even look anything like it yet. I want to see when this person finally has this money, for example, how will the person be behaving? Will he be coming late to church? Will he be talking to Pastor anyhow? All those kind of things. You understand? And you are expecting, you are, you are waiting. Some of us have prophecies that we would leave Nigeria, for example. I want to see how it will happen, when it will happen, how will you be behaving? Amen. Will you get there and start writing nonsense on Facebook? <laughs> we will call you back. Amen. Spiritually. Not phone call. Amen. Hallelujah. Because some people, their greatest problem is that they left Nigeria. Their head would have been correct. Or they left, they left too early. Amen. You know, for example, parents now, it's something that parents used to, used to brag that my child is abroad. But, and that's why you must be delivered from all these things. You must create your own atmosphere. That child that is abroad, many times is the one giving them sorrow right now. Amen. It's not that they won't even go, but if they go too early, problem. Some don't, some have no business going till they are 45. Leave the last sense by that time. Amen. Do you know there are people that, and some need to go early. So there's no formula to this thing. Do you know there are people that go to do their primary school? There are people that do their primary school abroad, for example. And they and they turn out very well. What we're talking about, about atmosphere. And I just hope that this is. This is making some sense to us. It will help us. Atmosphere also helps us appropriate everything that God is doing in our lives. Remember again, whatever you are, whatever you are becoming, whatever we are becoming, we are becoming in an atmosphere. Very, 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 very important. We are becoming in an atmosphere. So don't joke. Don't joke with don't joke with atmosphere. There is atmosphere of faith. Very important. And I think we need a lot of that now. Anything that is that you discover that this thing is feeding my faith in God. Please keep going closer. Amen. Anybody that is helping you to have more faith, please keep going closer. 
Because the general atmosphere out there is that of doubt, that of unbelief, and, and all of that. Hallelujah. This is one of the ways that your financial story will change. As you hear faith, you hear testimonies, you hear testimonies, after a while it will, it will enter you. You won't even know when it has entered you, but you just know that there is faith. Amen. But if you keep listening to people that talk about economy, how personally now I don't like listening to stories of how uh, a lot of, if you stay in some circles, they talk about how offering has reduced for a lot of uh, churches. I don't like hearing all this kind of stories because I'm looking at everything we have to do and I know that this thing cannot reduce. It has to it has to increase. Amen. However, it wants to come. Amen. And that's and that's the testimony. That's one of our testimonies last year. This I think our best year as as a church. We did things that we had been planning to do and God helped us. And this year by God's grace we will do more. So there's an atmosphere for faith. There's an atmosphere for for miracle. There are many of God's people that have not, before we even talk about doing, there are many of God's people that have not seen one miracle before. And that's because they don't take these things, they don't take these things seriously. I thank God. I know salvation is the greatest miracle, but that's not the only miracle I want to see. Amen. And that's the only miracle that a lot of people a lot of people have seen. I can't remember who was saying it. I think it was at SUD. Do you know that if you if you're in a meeting and you see someone's hand grow out, you know it will change it will change something. Or you see blind eyes open. Amen. Not the one that Jesus did though. Well, he's still the one doing it, depending on the theology or the preacher is the one doing it. But either way, it's still Jesus. You know, it changes something. Or you see someone rise up from from the wheelchair. Amen. It changes. It changes something. And those are the kind of things that I am I am expecting. At least as you see it, then there's not even faith to even to even do it. Amen. Do you know that it's not very easy to, it's not very easy to um, pray for the sick, for example, especially sometimes in a public place, because there's mockery. Some people are like, okay, what? Let's see what will happen now. And then you have to overcome that shame. That's why I was saying the, the general atmosphere. You must understand that it does not favor you. That's why you can't be naive. That's why you can't be everywhere. Amen. There are places that are literally antagonistic for you. Everything God, it's against it. And that's where some of us still carry our our legs and our hands to, and we're smiling and then you're wondering why you have issues. Why you say you have bad dreams in the night. You have bad dreams. They're not even started pressing you very well. 
Because you are not going to where you are supposed to go. Hallelujah. So, let me run. Let me run very quickly. Another thing that would help us purify our atmosphere, we must begin to we must begin to practically have rule, exercise rule over our spirit. Amen. What I what I call self-government. Amen. The Bible says that he that has no rule over his over his spirit is like what? Is like a city that is broken down without walls. Amen. One of the reasons for terrorism in Nigeria is that there are no there are no borders. Hallelujah. So you see during elections you see the numbers from that side. People from Niger, people from Chad, no control. By the time people from Niger and Chad are voting, you know you have it's no longer election we are doing. Amen. Year in, year out. And that's how a lot of people's lives are. Anything goes. There's no there's no control. But as we begin to practice self-government, it's going to impact directly on the atmosphere that is above you. The scripture says that Psalm 110 verse 2, it says, The Lord shall send the rod of your strength out of Zion, rule in the midst of your enemies. Amen. And you know that enemies are not just external. I've told you, it's basic um, it's basic Bible it's basic Bible doctrine that every member of this church or every Christian should have if you've been taught well. So please don't disgrace us outside. It's basic Bible teaching. Your flesh is an enemy. When the Bible says rule over your enemies, it's saying that you would rule over your flesh. Sin will not have dominion over you. It doesn't matter where you are now, but believe the word of God. Sin won't, unless you choose or you are not ready to, you are still enjoying, you know some people still enjoy the sin and then they are disturbing people for counseling all over the place. Hallelujah. I remember one of the ladies that pastor, the day pastor went to the radio station and then he dropped the number and then the call started coming. One of the ladies, um, she was always sleeping with her fiancé and everything. She couldn't tell her pastor. At the point, I had to ask her, are you ready to stop this thing? Because the way she was just doing I wasn't sure so that I don't waste I don't waste my time. I have other things to I have other things to do. So let's not waste time on someone that is not ready. I can't even remember the answer she gave. So wherever you are now, the Bible says sin will not have dominion over you. So you rule in the midst of your enemies. Because those enemies include the carnal desires, the, the sinful habits and all of that. And as we begin to practice that, it has a way of purifying the atmosphere that is that is around us. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise the Lord. This is very important too because this is 
this is an this is an apostolic center and it, of course you know what i mean when i say apostolic center these things are important you must and this is how we would take this is how we would take territories this is how we would take nations for god as you begin to understand um, some of these things so it's not just good preaching i believe it's very very um, practical for us you must your spirit must be able to track you must be able to track anything toxic from a mile away and decide what you are going to do amen you must be able to attract you must be able to know people that are toxic and you know there are christians that are toxic amen it's not just it's not just um it's not just unbelievers you must know what is toxic and what is not toxic and protect yourself amen because your faith is precious your faith is precious and we've said it over and over again that is the currency that we use in the realm of the spirit so anything that wants to attack that faith please don't don't joke don't joke with it amen and as i begin to as i begin to uh as i begin to close of course thinking patterns let's go to second corinthians second corinthians chapter 10 second corinthians chapter 10 Let's see from verse 3. Let's all look at this. Okay. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments. Every high thing exalts itself against the knowledge of God bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Amen. Bringing every what? Bringing every thought. Your thoughts are so, so important. Hallelujah. How many of you know that many times um, the voice of God is like a flow of thoughts? Amen. I know there's the audible voice, but you won't hear that audible voice every time. In fact, if you go after voices, you will hear voices. And I assure you, there are many voices in that sight. You don't know which one you might hear. Amen. But this one is, is sure. A flow of, especially when it's spontaneous, flow of flow of spontaneous thoughts so you want that place purified constantly many times 80 percent of the time or more than 80 percent when people say god for example we're all here now when i finish pastor will most likely come up and then he will say god spoke to me did you hear any voice amen you didn't hear 
and you may not even want to hear because if you hear that voice, you may not, we may not still be sitting. Amen. I remember when he said that, that God the Father spoke to him. I said, please don't. Let's just be doing perceive. Let Jesus be talking. Amen. That perceive is, is safe. Hallelujah. Praise God. So you must pay attention to your, so many people that say God did not speak to them. They are really not paying attention to this. If you're a child of God, and we've said it before, one of the ways to hear God is to know that you hear God. Whether you, whether it's your reality, whether you are aware of it now or not, because it's a matter of, it's a matter of awareness. Amen. So we must pay attention to this, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. And it's a very diligent work. And you will be amazed how the enemy is ravaging many people in, in this area. There are thoughts that you just know that this, this is from the seat of hell. And you don't, you don't act on it. If you continue in that direction, what you would become, you yourself, you won't, you won't, you won't like it. Amen. And this is the, and this is the seat of demonic, demonic operations, thinking patterns. When they say something is a pattern, there's a reason they call it a pattern. It won't just go away by a wave of the hand or by the ministration of a powerful, powerful man of God. Amen. That's why some people come for deliverance today. The next week, they are back there. And I think pastors need to start telling some people, you, I don't want to see you on this. I don't want to see you on this line again. If you will not join, if you will not go for Bible study, I don't want to see you here again next week. Because they are usually very dramatic, so you can tell, you know them. Amen. The people that are always the regular customer. Amen. Every month, every week. Imagine as a pastor, if you go, let's say, you know, there are pastors that go to some particular churches to preach every year. Then every year you do whatever you do. And there's this person that is always, you have to, you have to ask. At that point, you know that it's time for more investigation. Amen. Hallelujah. So our thoughts are very, very important. The greatest strongholds are in the mind. Amen. And we need to labor to pull them. To, that's why some people can, some people can be in a church for years and you are wondering what is going on. They don't even look, they are not even beginning to look like the message at all. The strongholds, the strongholds are still there. Even if, if we understand this, we will know that it's not just by, it's not just activity. There's some serious work going on. Praise God. Hallelujah. For example, as we're all seated now, I believe that God is doing a work in, in everybody's heart he, that he has been doing and he will continue to do if you let him. So the greatest strongholds are here and your thought patterns will affect 
the atmosphere that is that is over you. For example, and these things are very practical. Let's say there's someone that believes that God has not been good to them. You know, if you believe that God has not been good to you, or God has not been fair to you, it will affect something. Your praise will not be as it should be. Even if you are singing my praises every day, you are just whining yourself and whining God. Hallelujah. I'm probably whining. Well, you can't even whine, Pastor. He's a Lagos boy, as he said. Amen. You can't whine him. Praise God. So, the thoughts, very important. They, they change the atmosphere. Every time we pastor stands there and we talk about marriage, if there's anything that maybe you don't agree with, and not just that you don't agree, you are not even humble to search it out or to wait and let God give you more understanding, that crisis, it will meet you when you, when you, when you enter. Because something that your atmosphere will not be as it should be. Amen. These things are very, very, very practical. So we must become masters at bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Even if it's just a thought that those people are looking at me somehow. Amen. Quickly bring it into captivity. Nobody in with all sense of humility. Yeah, you're not that important. <laughs> we have issues that we're thinking about. Amen. Sometimes people don't even see you. People don't even notice. You know, sometimes maybe you want to repeat a particular shirt. You say, oh, I wore this one last, last week. I don't even remember the shirt that you wore. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Oh, I wore this suit. Unless the suit is one very, unless it's one very odd color. What colors now? Those south-south colors. Maybe, maybe burgundy. Amen. Okay, burgundy is okay. Maybe orange. Who wears orange suits? About you. Like that. At least I know I have millions of things to think about. Amen. Of course, we are thinking about you, but not, not in that sense. You are not that, you are not that important. Amen. So nobody's looking at you anyhow. Nobody's, and um, says they, they are ganging up against me. You? Gang up? How did gang up enter the matter? You have to be very important first now before you, we gang up against you. Amen. But all these thoughts are strongholds. And after a while, you just begin to imagine what is not there. Amen. These are people get into all kinds of things and just become dysfunctional eventually, God forbid. So we must begin to pay attention to this. Bringing every thought into captivity. Even when you disagree, please, because of everything that we have said and what we continue to say, please be gentle with your, with your disagreement. Your, your opinion is not the, uh, ultimate revelation that we are all waiting for. 
Amen. So even when you disagree, please be gentle. Because it might just be a demon just playing with you like this. And you're already, you're already the least. Amen. We all have to bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. So as we, as we go on, let us, let us appreciate the atmosphere over us. Do everything you can do to have an open heaven. And then we'll begin to, before we can now begin to talk about shifting atmospheres, changing atmosphere. I believe that God will bless us. Have you been blessed? All right, God bless you.